This Craftsman 150 Betting Picks edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash SGPN and use code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today plus the mma gambling podcast just launched their youtube channel to celebrate we're giving away an mma gambling podcast hoodie head over to sports slash mma hoodie for all of the details drivers start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing things. now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb We are, of course, here to talk about all things racing. It is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He is Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. Already live and in the chat is Nick Fortune. Afternoon, gentlemen. Uh, he's asking, are we watching the World of Outlaws finale? Uh, no, we're here, buddy. We're watching. Uh, we're watching. Is that this. going on right this second? <laughs> if so, then no. <laughs> yeah, I am. Fully... If not, then maybe I will if I find out where it's at. <laughs> fully what. devoted to this episode of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast because it's the Truck Series, baby. It is the crowning uh, of the champion here this weekend of all three series. Obviously, the Truck Series is one of them. Craftsman 150, the namesake of the entire series. They're crowning their champion this week or yeah this saturday uh gonna be exciting gonna be fun is it friday or saturday i don't even know what day it's friday friday it is friday uh late one i think it's nine o'clock eastern time so trucks under the lights on a friday night where they're meant to be oh buddy it's gonna be gonna be a good one i'm excited it will be fantastic uh obviously we didn't have any truck races last week which meant that uh this is the the week there was no penultimate week last week. It was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a couple weeks ago. <laughs> it was a couple weeks ago, but um, yeah, no. Listen, this is a, a just a sad weekend. We have we've talked about it over the course of the entire week, as far as knowing that this is the final weekend of the season, uh, and, and we're just going to be done with NASCAR for the next couple of months. Luckily, as you've stated time and time again, it's a short off season. Therefore, we will definitely uh, be back again before you even know it, and we're not going anywhere. Right. So it's like, yeah, I mean, we won't be every day, obviously, but we certainly won't go anywhere. We'll still have plenty to talk about over the off season because they've been keeping us busy already. I can only imagine what we're in store for once the season's over. Yeah, it's uh, boy. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, let's see. Nick Fortune says Sunshine Tyler Courtney is racing big TV for NASCAR, little TV for NBA. There you go. If you're uh, if you're into the NBA. You can have that on on the other screen. 
Uh, and Kyle Lee says, truck screen flag is 10, 11 Eastern time. Woo. That's late for these coasters. Sorry about that. Friends. Uh, I personally enjoy the, the later night. I'm in central time zone. So it'll be nine 11 here, but it's just, there's oh, we have so much going on all the time. Like later at night, it's, I actually have time to sit down and take in the whole thing. So I like it when the trucks are racing at nighttime because, uh, it helps me be able to, to not miss any of it. Wait, but, ask me what time that is in my my neck of the woods. yeah that's nice nice time for you shit that's what six six eleven that's well little evening you have some dinner and then watch the trucks that's uh what the friday night used to be uh on what was it uh ah oh, what was the old school friday night lineup used to be um ah, i can't even remember now but that's that's the that's the time it is seven o'clock for me love it seven eleven Ooh. Even a better store. There you go. Uh, yeah. yeah. This doesn't pay off on uh, Sunday mornings when you got F1 or, or football in Germany and everything starts before you're awake. So. Oh, my God, no. No, the football in Germany thing screws me up because it's always 6 o'clock in the morning out here. I'm like, you know what? I'm good. I don't need to see the Jaguars that bad. It's it's okay. <laughs> yeah, but this week it's the Chiefs and the Dolphins. It should be a good game. Uh, uh, yeah, that actually should be a good game. But, oh, well, I'll still anyway, be asleep. Back to, back to racing. Back <laughs> to racing. It is, of course, like we said, the Truck Series race. Four drivers remain in the fight for the championship, uh, and only one will be crowned the winner at the end of this. <laughs> Cody, the disaster from Nebraska, Zeb. Oh, I like it. That one, we can. I mean, we may make that one stick. I like it. That one needs to go on some merch. Let's let's That's get the, uh, let's get a NASCAR or the Racing Gambling Podcast. Cody, the disaster from Nebraska shirt. I like that one. <laughs> I do like that one. That's pretty cool. Thank you, John. That was fantastic. Yes, thank you, John. Um, again, we missed you. Was it yesterday? Xfinity show. You weren't here with our names. Oh boy, we didn't know what to do. I know. Well, Roddy hide the body is is hard to beat. That's for sure. <laughs> um, so, anyways, Cody, who are the yes. four remaining drivers for this uh, Truck Series race? I know the live live lo- throws a wrench in us sometimes. We just love talking to you guys so much. <laughs> hey, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube so you can join us live as well. Exactly. Uh, Corey Heim, he locked himself in three months ago when he won Bristol. <laughs> Not really, but September 14th is when he locked himself. It is now November, uh, but he's been locked into this race for a while. So Corey Heim, he is he is in. Carson Hosovar also in this one. Ben Rhodes, he's back again. He's been in the Final Four for multiple seasons here. Won the championship two seasons ago. And Grant Enfinger, final season of GMS. He just had a baby, uh, I think, this past week at some point so a month uh, early too maybe, that was a, yeah a little, little baby boost for grand and finger if you're planning on betting on him we might talk about that in a little bit those are your four drivers again you know the drill just like the cup series just like the xfinity series whoever finishes the best they are the champion whether it's first whether it's 32nd beat the other three guys you will take the title you will take the crown stage points don't mean anything no other points mean anything just a straight up battle of these four guys and the great thing about racing we get everybody else in the field as well that always throws in a fun wrench and throws another competition plenty of things to bet on still that way so uh yeah this that's that's your lineup it's gonna be a good one the odds rod uh let me pull up the odds because the odds are uh a little different for the truck series just than they are for the other series Obviously, uh, Cup Series was heavy with the top four. Xfinity was was also the top four were the favorites. A little more spread out. On the uh, Truck Series side of things, you've got Hosovar at plus 200 and Heim at plus 225. Those guys are the favorites. Enfinger then checks in at 7-1, to one, but Zane Smith, who's not in the final four, checks in at 7-1. to one. 
Christian Eckes, who's not in the final four, checks in at nine to one. Then you got Ben Rhodes at nine to one as well. He's the other championship guy. So a little bit of a different uh, scene here in the truck series. This is the series we've seen most recently where the race winner was not the championship winner a couple years ago. Uh, I think actually the Ben Rhodes championship year, I believe Matt Crafton won the race. Ben Rhodes was like sixth or eighth or something and, and was the champion, which is a little different, but that's how it works. Again, that's why, why we say they don't have to win the race. You just beat the other three guys. Um, again, it's generally we see them running up, up front last year. I mean, we had the final four. They didn't finish in the top four because Majeski ended up spinning out, but uh, with not very many laps to go, they were the top four in the running order. So a uh, very good chance. I think we could see that again uh, this year. And really, we've seen fantastic racing all season long from the truck series. I mean, listen, I know that I joke a ton about caution flags and how, I mean, they they fly left and right and center in the truck series, and I don't think that's going to stop this weekend either. But by and by, we've seen some really good racing in this truck series. And I again, when it comes down to this championship race, you are going to see these final four running toward the top for sure. It's just a matter of can they finish there? And who will ultimately be the top dog in all of it? Um, anxious to see how this all pans out. Cannot wait to get to it, uh, which we will. But let's say about prize picks. Prize picks is a fantastic addition here to our SGPN family. And with basketball season back here, you can now pick your combo projections across football and basketball from the specials league in this. It's the most fun that I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. And now you can also play during basketball season too. All you got to do for prize picks, select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats and place your entry Plus, the good thing about it is, like I said, those combos and the special league, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, put LeBron James and Travis Kelsey at a 10 and a half combo of three points made and receptions. Boom. There is your instant combo right there. Plus, if you want to play along with some of Prize Picks' favorite players like rapper Meek Mill, you got comedian Andrew Schultz. Now you can find them all in the community plays under the promo tabs of the app to view the entries from some of the biggest names in the prize pick community each and every week. Plus, prize pool even offers a reboot policy so that your entire entry stays in play even if one of your players gets injured for football games and basketball games. If you have a player who exits the game in the first half and doesn't return in the second half, that player is rebooted. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. Plus, Prize Picks is simple to play. Can make picks and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. Prize Picks is also now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account this football season. You want in? Yeah, you do. Go to prizepicks.com slash SGPN. Use code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash SGPN code SGPN. Prize Picks Daily Fantasy Sports made easy. The MMA Gambling Podcast just launched their YouTube channel, and in honor of that, we're giving away an MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie to one lucky winner. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie to submit your entry today. Make sure to subscribe to the MMA Gambling Podcast on YouTube. 
prize picks rod they do have nascar options over there as Let's well the truck series go they've got their own uh, section for the truck series they've got the cup series they've got xfinity and they have f1 we might have some uh prize picks selections on uh, on one of these episodes well i mean we've got the uh dfs and uh episode that we prize can pick show tomorrow there it is <laughs> dfs and prize pick go. show tomorrow Perfect. that's that's so, how we'll do it uh i think that might be the way Lynn says, stupid office computer has this video restricted. Our bad. <laughs> yeah, that's unfortunate, but it's glad you're using tag. the phone. Found a way to get around it. They can't uh, just, uh, you know, like Kramer always says, corporate gambling trying to put a stop to us. We can't be stopped. We'll uh, we'll find our ways around them. Cannot be stopped. John says, hot rod, the NASCAR gambling god. Whew. I don't well, know. There that's you a- go. John's John's delivering on the names yet again. Higher right now. It's, uh, you're hired. You're the official nickname guy for the show now. <laughs> uh, I love it. Each and every show. I mean, we got next season to get to, so we'll we'll make right. sure to do that. Um, all right. It is, of course, the Craftsman 150 at the Phoenix Raceway in Avondale, Arizona. 150 laps around this mile paved trap for a 100. Did I say trap? Track. Uh, for 150 total miles in this race some notable entries in here we'll be actually talking about a couple of these guys here uh later on in the episode as far as who we're actually going to place bets on but um you know most of the, the regulars and and a few extra names in there to add a little spice into the last race of the season yeah absolutely <laughs> so um one piece of news i wanted to touch on before we get into the picks for today uh cole custer Coming back to the double zero car for Xfinity. Uh, I think we mentioned yesterday we didn't think he had a ride, or we thought he would be back, but we didn't think it was official. It is now official. So Custer Herbst coming back. Obviously, Custer's going to be going for the championship. We can get our thoughts on that on yesterday's Xfinity series show. Other than that, Rod, not really any uh, news out there. Well, and we talked about it in the Cup Series and the Xfinity Series. It's just these guys are ready to go racing. This is the last race of the season. I know they're going to bombard us with all of it after the next Which couple of fine. weeks. but We got we got time to talk about stuff after this week. Plenty <laughs> of time to talk about stuff after this can week. The Noah Gragson announcement can hold off. It's all right. Well, that'll give us something to talk about in a couple of weeks. It sure <laughs> will. That's why we need that. We need somebody. Uh, we need the, the updates to sprinkle themselves out and not just explode in one you know, two or two, one or two weeks, because just space it out over the course of the off season. Give us a chance to put out some episodes, but exactly. Speaking of episodes, this one is going to give you picks for this craftsman 150. Cody, let's say we start loading up some bets. Let's start it off. I will say too, this truck series was much easier than Xfinity. We talked yesterday. Xfinity was really hard this week. As far as getting the picks again, we dug, we found stuff we liked truck series really came to me. Uh, this week I, I did throw yeah I got one in there at the end that's that's kind of a long shot dart just because I feel like throwing some long shots out there to end the season but I feel really good about these picks I'm gonna start off with my boy Taylor Gray to get a top five finish this is plus four hundred uh, over on Caesars uh, it's been a little bit up and down for for Taylor Gray this season but as of lately 13th at Miami 18th at Talladega nah, who cares right uh, but fifth place at Kansas second place at Milwaukee third place at Pocono not too long ago. I looked and I don't think he's got a ride for next season at this point, potentially still racing for that ride. Him and his brother have been with Tricon for a few years back in when it was, uh, you know, David Gilliland racing and, and now with it being Tricon. So you'd expect maybe they come back, but with no official word, might still be racing for some opportunities and whatnot. 
Um, but Taylor Gray, he's one of these young drivers that's he's shown the flashes of upside, right? He's not a top five guy week to week basis. That's why he's four to one, of course, but he's shown the upside. If you get some of these guys, we've talked about it in the other series, right? Some guys are just looking forward to vacation. Some guys are just looking forward to moving on. Maybe you have a guy, a few guys fall off for that. That's going to put Taylor Gray in the conversation for a top five finish at the end of the day. Taylor Gray, four to one is my first pick. You know, I, I wonder, though, if he's going to become more successful than his brother and if that's going to be a sticking point in the Gray household because it seems he's, to me uh, that Taylor's got a little more going for him right now than does Tanner. Yeah, it, that seems to be the case. That's uh, It seems, hey, look at the, the bushes, right? Kurt, great in his own right, but Kyle, he's the, he's the man. So uh, that's how it goes sometimes. Sometimes little brothers do win. There you go. So if you're a little brother out there, don't get the complex. Sometimes you still can beat your bigger brother. Um, All right. Well, then my first one is going to be a top five as well. I'm going to call upon my favorite Canadian that's actually from Canada, Stuart Friesen. We haven't said his name quite often uh, this season as much as we we probably thought we were going to, uh, other than to say how disappointing it's been for Stuart Friesen. Altogether, this poor guy average finish of 17.3 this season, which is even worse than his average start of 16.5. Hasn't finished two races, only seven top 10 finishes over the course of the 22 races this season. It has been absolutely horrendous for Stuart Friesen. But if there is one track that Stuart Friesen has been consistent on his entire career, that is in Phoenix. What has he done? He's finished inside of the top. 10, six of his seven starts here inside of the top five in four of them, including uh, three of the last four races he's finished inside the top five. And in fact, for the last five, if you really want to go back to uh, that, he's finished inside of the top five in this race. He won in 2019. He finished sixth in 2020, one spot outside of that uh, fifth or in, uh, sorry, second in 2021 and then fifth in 2022 with a fifth in 2018 and a sixth in 2017 in there. So uh, even his top tens have literally been right outside of the top five. So it's not as if he's been that far removed from a top five finish. And then, of course, you take a look at some of the the folks that were in those races uh, before. Sheldon Creed won this race in uh, in 2020, right, which Sheldon Creed doesn't race anymore. You take Sheldon Creed out, he's got a top five finish. Uh, And then in 2017, his other sixth-place finish, Racing in that race was Johnny Saunter, John Hunter Nemechek, Cody Coughlin, Chase Briscoe, Kaz Grala. None of those guys in in this series anymore at all. So there's Stuart Friesen sitting there in sixth place on that one. So I, I feel like as bad of a season that it's been for him, like he did have a sixth place finish last week at Homestead, which shocked the world, or not last week, rather. It feels like forever ago but <laughs> yeah <laughs> a couple of weeks ago at homestead uh that he ended up doing that and then a seventh place at kansas this is the kind of stuff i mean fourth at mid ohio third at gateway right i mean he can get it done he can get inside of the top five he just has to stay out of trouble and get out of his own way so at four to one for Stuart friesen to get a top five he's a good truck right and if the championship four take up the top five i still think he's good enough to get up in that with them and if one of them falls out, I definitely think he's good enough to slide his way in to take that spot. So give me Stuart Freeze in top five, four to one. I uh, got this over on DraftKings. Yeah, and as the odds suggest, I think the the chances of the championship four finishing in the top four 
pretty unlikely, especially when you've got big – there's big hitters out there, guys like Zane Smith, if you want to throw Ty Majeski in there. Uh, there, you know, there's some guys that, that didn't make the final four that was kind of a surprising thing that generally run up there on a week to week basis. I do like Stuart Friesen. Uh, he's definitely not a guy going into vacation mode because I guarantee you he's going to be racing on Friday. He's probably got six more modified races. He's running next week. Dude's a racer. He's here to show up every single week, every single time. Good track history. Uh, so I agree with you on the Stuart Friesen pick there. Outstanding. All right. What's next? Next up for me. I am going to go to oh. Rod's guy. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I, I know why me. you paused. I know oh, why I you paused. Pause. I was wondering. I was trying, I was trying to follow your lead over here. Oh, uh, no. You, you're you a good man, Charlie Brown. I was like, I, I glanced up at the at the uh, <laughs> clock over there. I was like, oh, look at Cody's giving me a spot, and I almost threw it away. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. But let me tell you about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. You can enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool, and you're going to get hit rates broken down by legs as well as expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot, which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. I want you guys to appreciate the the maturity of Cody Zeeb as a podcaster over the years. This man nails it every single week and has gotten like... Go back and listen to episode one. Don't don't go back. And listen no, no, to no. Please go back and listen to episode one. You got plenty of time. You got a whole off season to go back and appreciate how Cody Zeeb has become uh, the premier. I will say it, the premier host here in the NASCAR gambling circuit. So, Cody, hats I don't off. Know if to I would go that far, but there's been some slight improvements from from one to, to episode <laughs> two ninety eight that we're on now. So, uh, I at least feel a little better after I've. I've gone back and listened to that first episode, and that was uh, that was pretty rough. Hey, when you can keep me on schedule, then that's when you know that the student has become the teacher. So learn, learn from the best. That's all I can say. All right, next up for me, I'm going to Rod's guy, Zane Smith. I know I've been off of him a lot this season. I know he didn't make the Final Four, but I still believe in Zane Smith, especially when it comes to beating Ty Majeski plus 125 over on Superbook. I was really surprised that uh, that we were getting plus money odds on Zane in this head-to-head. Um, three starts here at Phoenix, second, fifth, and first. That is a pretty good track record at this track. Been rough the last couple of races, right? 34th of Miami, 32nd of Talladega, but it's a super speedway. 24th of Bristol. Those results are why he is not racing this weekend for a championship uh, and defending his crown. But before that, Fifth place at Kansas, fifth place at IRP, third at Richmond. A lot of those races were when he kept having penalties and having to start at the back, and yet he still finds his way to the front a majority of the time. I know the last three races didn't go how they wanted to, but the 38 truck is still one of the best trucks out there week in and week out. Zane Smith is still one of the best drivers out there week in and week out. There is the, you know, maybe he's looking forward to his Cup Series opportunity next year and he's ready to move on, but... To me, Zane Smith is still the type of guy who wants to come out, win this race. I mean, compared to the seasons he's had, this has been a pretty rough season. I don't think he's won a race since 
Dakota in March, if I'm remembering correctly. I don't have that pulled up in front of me, but it's been a while since we've seen Zane Smith in victory lane. Obviously, it's not ending how he wanted to. But for Ty Majeski, speak about talk about not ending how you wanted to, right? This guy walks into the playoffs, he wins, he looks fast, like you've got him penciled into the final four. Boom, they get busted cheating, and the wheels have fallen off. No pun intended, or maybe it was. Uh, but the last few weeks, he did recover for ninth place at, at Homestead in the last race, but 21st, 19th on the couple races before that. Um, prior to that, he had a hell of a run, but that was before they got busted cheating, and they got busted cheating. Uh, again, things have kind of just fallen apart from there. Two starts here at Phoenix for Ty Majeski, 11th and 20th last season. Now, the 20th is a little bit misleading because, like I mentioned before, he was in the championship four. He was one of the top four near the end of the race. Just completely lost it all by himself. Really, we'll talk about this in a few. It cost Ben Rhodes probably a back-to-back championship, uh, his teammate by wrecking out late in that one. Um, but for me, I bet we faded Ty Majeski hard last race at Homestead. That we hit all three of those bets. That paid off really well for us. I'm going to continue to fade Ty Majeski. Again, neither of these guys are final four one. So if you want to take any of that vacation mode stuff, it could be applied to either guy. I still trust Zane Smith more. He's clearly the better driver on the better team. So give me Zane Smith over Ty Majeski plus 125 over on Superbook. You get absolutely no argument for me. Obviously, Zane Smith is all about it. But believe it or not, Cody, the last time Zane Smith won was in Austin, the fourth race of the season. That's the last time Zane Smith actually won a race this season. Unbelievable. But yes, he did win on this track uh, last season, which gives you hope that he can still run well. And listen, just because he's not a championship driver doesn't mean he's not a championship caliber driver, obviously, right? Did it last year. So it's not as if he's completely forgotten how to drive. And I know Ty Majeski too. It's a little bit tough to, to count him out week after week after week, but sometimes he counts himself out. So I definitely like this one um, because, well, first of all, it's St. Smith, so I'll take that. Uh, but second of all, I think we do continue to fade Ty Majeski. Even if there were more races left this season, I think that would be a good bet to make. All right. My next bet, Christian Eckes. Top three number is at plus 200 over there on DraftKings. I find this intriguing because, well, first and foremost, I know why it's plus 200. is because Christian Eckes has never finished inside the top three on this track. His best finish here is a fourth place in 2020. Outside of that, last season he finished 30th uh, on this, but he did start seventh, a sixth place, and a ninth place to round out his four starts. But look, Christian Eckes, right? Three wins on the season. There was a stretch there between IRP and Bristol where it was all top three finishes. He started on the pole at IRP, finished second. Sixth, uh, he started sixth in Milwaukee, right, which is another mile. Three, third place finish there. Kansas started eighth, finished first. Bristol started on the pole, finished second. Now, the last couple of weeks have not been very good for him. The last couple of races, I should say. Talladega, 16th. Homestead, 20th. Mm, I don't think those are indicative of the better part of his season, right? He won at Darlington, uh, won in Atlanta, finished third at Daytona. It's been a fast truck all season long. He's been that guy where you're just kind of like, oh, that's right. It is Christian Eckes. That 19th truck is actually around the front, and, and you just sort of forget that it happens, right? Because you're paying attention to the Ty Majeskis. You're paying attention to the Zane Smiths and the Carson Hosevars and the Corey Himes. But Christian Eckes is a solid driver in and of his own right. So to me, I, I'm going to go ahead and trust him to find his way into the top three 
uh, in this race because he's fully capable of doing it. And, uh, and I definitely uh, think he can do it this week, especially given the circumstances of, of him just needing to go out and run a good race again. Yeah, I like it. They've had a fast truck all season. He's shown up. He's had really, really fast trucks at a couple of different races. He's coming back with that team next year. This is one of those things where you you know you come into the offseason or you're heading into the offseason. You want to go out on, on a solid note so you can pick up in Daytona where you leave off this weekend. Dos Flacos says, cheers, boys. Oh, I uh, wanted to put up that you. you certainly know your stuff, Mr. Husker. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that, Liv. But yes, and cheers, Dos Cheers Flacos. to you, Dos Flacos. All right, next up for me, Rod, going back to the Zane Smith. Well, I'm going to take him as my top three driver, plus 130. Uh, again, his three starts here, fifth uh, or second, a fifth, and a first place. He's been good here. He's been strong here. Do I think he's going to win this race? Probably not. I, I really think that, and we'll get into it when we get there, I think you're probably going to get the champion that wins this race. But other than that, I think that the top three, the top five is wide open. I don't think you're going to have a one, two, three, four in the championship four. If we get that late race caution, then maybe that that gets them to the front because it's kind of how things just tend to work out in these situations. But I really don't foresee that happening if it ends up kind of being a little bit of a, a longer run near the end. And Zane Smith, again, we've talked about him. He's a great driver in a great truck. He's been in this 38 truck for, what, four, five seasons? I mean, he's been here for a long time. He's built a relationship with these guys. He's graduating. He's moving on. He's going to the Cup Series, bigger and better things. Let's go out with one last hoorah. I think that a top three for Zane Smith would be a good solid note to end the 38 truck days with. I believe he will do that this weekend. So give me Zane Smith, top three, plus 130 over on Caesars. Once again, no argument for me. It involves Zane Smith. Look, honestly, I, I think, and I'm not, I mean, again, I'm not going to give it as an outright because obviously, like you said, I think one of the one of the championship four really will win this race. But I there's there's a lot of me that really believes that Zane Smith is going to win this race because I, I feel like last week he got so motivated and or not last week. God, there's so many. <laughs> Whenever the last time, uh, uh, you know, he he's he just feels like he's motivated to go out and prove again that he's still a good truck racing guy. And uh, and like you said, he's going to go out with a, a high note, and I think a win for that team is always possible on any track, even though the last time he won was in Austin. Um, but I think, yeah, this is a good way to go out is to win a race. So that definitely puts you inside the top three. Um, all right, my next one, I'm going to go with a head-to-head uh, as well. And we're going to go Jesse Love. I, I love how you put it in the doc down. I, I noticed that we're going to talk about him later on. But um, we're going to go Jesse Love over Nick Sanchez, plus 100. There's really not a whole lot of data you can pull, obviously, because Love is has not been in. Uh, he's got two races to his name in the truck series, right? A ninth place finish at Gateway, which, listen, that's actually impressive for his very first truck race to come out, start 20th. And that's a fairly comparable track as well. Too. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's about a mile, right? About. So um, 20th place start, ninth place finish. Kansas, he started ninth, right? Speed there in this one truck and uh, finished 13th. So he's in the one truck again this week. Uh, there's nothing, nothing for this team to do other than go out and put together a really good run. We obviously know he's a good driver, right? You're going to talk about him more and, and lay out his stats, but I, I just think there's a lot for Jesse Love to go out and prove to this truck series, especially in this last race. Nick Sanchez, I mean, look, he's a he's a decent enough driver, right? He had 11 top 10 uh, finishes in 22 starts. 
He had a stretch of top 10 finishes between Kansas and Talladega where he got 8th, ninth, and 7th. Started on the pole in Homestead before finishing 17th. But I don't know that we're really that high, I think, on, on Nick Sanchez this week. I don't necessarily see uh, a path for him to to do very well. And again, there's really no motivation for Nick Sanchez other than to go out and to, to kind of do well uh, just for the sake of doing well. He doesn't have to prove too much to anybody because uh, he's already got himself a ride. But like I said, for, for Jesse Love, this is definitely an audition for next season, which I think he's going to go out and smash. Because, again, close to close to a couple of top – one top ten finish and then close to it on the second time around, you know, that, that just says a lot to it. Obviously, Sanchez does not have any track history on this track. Neither does Jesse Love, so – I mean, again, this is just me taking plus money on a on a really toss up matchup, in my opinion. Rod, I love Jesse Love this week. <laughs> I got another bet on him in a little bit, so I will save my talking for him. But I do like this, especially at even money. I feel like this is a good bet. Um, let's see. Dos Flacos says, "Forgive me if you've already talked him up, but Jesse Love top five to show out for the future of racing plus two fifty. I do like that. Again, I got a bet coming up on him, so we're going to talk some more." If I like the bet I like, I think I'll like that bet as well. So definitely do like that, or I do love that, rather. Uh, next up for me, Rod, uh, this is a bet that I'm taking just purely based on the number. Um, it's Ford over Chevrolet plus 290, just because this is such a big number. Um, so the main reason I think this is on here is you've got Carson Hosovar as a Chevrolet, right? He's the favorite to win the race. He's in a Chevy. But if you look at the rest of the Chevys in the in the field here, Caden Honeycutt, no. Nick Sanchez, eh, probably not. Chase Purdy, no. Andretti, no. Colby Howard, no. Spencer Boyd, no. Christian Eckes, he's he's going to be a Chevrolet to compete with for sure. Um, let's see. Scrolling through. I mean, Hosovar, obviously. That's really it. So, like, it's kind of the Eckes. Uh, let's see. is uh, an end finger, too, in the, in the 23. So, Eckes, end finger. And Hosovar. Those are really the guys I'm super worried about finishing the best in Chevrolet. And those are three good guys. The two of them, obviously, are in the, the final four, so I get it. But when you go over to the Ford camp, Rod, you get Ben Rhodes. You get Ty Majeski, as much as I don't like him. You get Matt Crafton. Uh, you get Zane Smith, who I just got done talking up and how good he is here. I think he can finish in the top three. Uh, and really, so those are kind of the ones you're going. So you've got three solid Chevrolet guys. But you've got a couple of very strong Fords as well, including Zane Smith, one of the better drivers out there. You've got Ben Rhodes, who is in that final four as well. I think a plus 290 for Ford to beat Chevrolet. Again, it's just the best finishing Ford to beat the best finishing Chevrolet. So if it's five Toyotas and then the best finishing Ford is in six, they beat the Chevrolet. That's all you need. At the number, the number just really popped out to me because I don't feel like Chevy's got Carson Hosova, right? And that's the biggest advantage for sure. But is he plus 290 over all the Fords? I don't think so, because there are some strong Fords with St. Smith, with the Thor Sport guys. So give me Ford over Chevrolet, plus 290. Uh, very much leaning into the number on this one, but but this bet really just popped off the board to me. You guys are watching on YouTube, and you see me fidgeting around like a, like a madman. I literally just made my chair, like, sink. And I can't, I can't, I can't pick it back up yet because I don't, I don't have access to the right levers and pulleys so i'm sitting on my foot so there you go this is this is what you oh, miss when you uh yeah you watch the youtube i'm doing all kinds of shit over here i'm always 
itching and scratching and moving shit around. And half the time I drop my pen while I'm talking with my hands. So I got to bend down and get it. And we're all over the place. But here this we is why this is why there's, you know, multiple camera setups in these studios to, to get away from people when you I mean, this two camera setup where it's literally just on us the whole time. You get what you get. Yeah, we'll no, figure yeah, something. No out. distracting. Exactly. <laughs> add graphic, Rod. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, add graphic while I fix the chair. Uh, <laughs> all right. So my next one is in in the same vein as yours uh, because I did sort of see that I like the Fords over Toyota as well too. So the top finishing Ford over the top finishing Toyota because I think either a Ford or a Chevy is going to win this race. And therefore, if I believe that, then I think that there will be a Ford and a Chevy somewhere around the front of this uh of this pack which means it could be finishing one two it could finish one two three right two chevys and a ford or it could be two fords and a chevy i, I don't know but for toyota i know that there's a, a pretty uh, potent uh set of toyotas in this right up to and including Corey heim uh we're, we're talking about like both of the gray brothers Stuart friesen but really the only one i'm i'm really worried about finishing better than any of the rest is Corey Heim. That's the only Toyota that I think is really, uh, that has the chance to to sort of upset this and finish better than a Zane Smith or a uh, Ben Rhodes or a Crafton, right? Or these Thor Sports guys. Because really, ultimately, like you had said before, when it's when it's Ford over Chevy, um, you got Rhodes, Majeski, Crafton, and Smith. And that's about where you stop. So those three drivers, really, like I said, all, all you're fighting off at this point is Corey Heim. So if Corey Heim finishes worse than all of those guys, then you're good. Or even one of those guys, then you're good on this one. And, and like I said, the plus money part of this actually makes me like it even more because it is plus 125, almost to your plus 290 for Ford over Chevy. It's the same type of thing. So all we're hoping in this is that it goes Ford Chevy Toyota or Chevy Chevy Ford Toyota or Ford Ford Chevy Toyota um, or even Ford Ford, Toy, uh, Ford Ford Toyota and Chevy whatever i'm 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 about an inch shorter than <laughs> a, lot, I a lot of combinations this can hit on yes so anyways <laughs> all i care about is whether or not uh cory heim finishes behind any one of those guys and i'll be good to go so that that to me like i said is the biggest threat to 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 upset this is cory heim but i think these fords are i think a ford is going to win uh or not a ford is going to win. i think a chevy's going to win but i still think a ford will be really close yeah i i mean if you're if you're not in on on host of our or on on heim then yeah, because he's obviously he he's really the the flag carrier in Toyota. He's the reason Toyota's the favorite on this group as well because he's one of the favorites. Personally, I do think Corey Iams going to win. We'll get into that here in a few minutes. Um, so I don't know that I'm necessarily going to be on this, but if you're off on the Heim train or if you think a guy like Rhodes is going to get him something like that, uh, then that is a, a good way to get in on it. Rod will continue to fix his chair. I'm going to continue to talk. All right, here's my long shot, Rod. Coming out of left field, a guy I don't know that we've talked about this season. Got to work him in here. I'm going to take Dean Thompson to finish in the top five, plus 1,400. Don't adjust your dial. Don't turn it off. I did say what I did say. Look, 14 to 1, long shot, right? Maybe there's some chaos in this. I, I don't know what the deal is. They've announced he's coming back next year with this team again. Let's not forget this is a Tricon truck, which is the same truck the Gray Brothers are driving. It's the same truck Corey Himes driving. It's the same truck that uh, Jesse Love is going to be driving, right? So uh, I think that that Dean Thompson, he's really shown some flashes of speed. That's what I've seen from him. Very, very inconsistent. 
Will I be shocked if he ends up on a wrecker at the end of the day in a mess? No, because he wrecks a lot and it happens, but he's shown a lot of speed. And here lately, things have been getting a little better. He's been getting to the end of these races. Four of the last five races, he's finished inside the top 16. I get those aren't top five finishes, but when you have speed and now you add the ability to start finishing races, you're going to continue to creep forward a little bit. That's what I think we might get from him. One top five on the season, I believe he's, well, I think he's got top five on a super speedway, but that doesn't count. He did finish third place at Charlotte, so he's done it already. He was ninth recently at Darlington here in the playoffs, so not very long ago. Um, two starts at Phoenix, 21st in both of them, but did make it to the end of both races at Phoenix. So I think that's a positive. Again, this is a very long shot at 14-1. to one. I understand that, but I've seen enough of a flash of speed out of Thompson. He's coming back next season. Um, so, again, let's build that momentum into the offseason. There's been so much speed there. I think those trucks are really good. Obviously, we see what Corey Heim does in those trucks every single week. It's fast. Dean is not Corey Heim. I'm definitely not saying that. But you end up with some chaos. Uh, look how the race last week in Xfinity finished, right? We're not going to have that this weekend, I don't think. But some guys get wrecked out. Some guys have mechanical failures. Whatever the deal is, I do think Dean Thompson is the type of guy who could put himself in position and at this number, 14 to 1, I think it's worth a long shot for a top five finish. Books, give us top tens in the truck series, oh, please. Yes, just I, like that's what I want. Like, just give me Dean Thompson top 10 at, at three to one or so. Like, I don't even need it to be a huge number. Like, I would hit, I would get that. But uh, this, like, probably my top ask. If I could ask one thing of the books going, I've got a lot. Of, it's a long list of things I would like to ask for. But if I could ask for one thing, it would be top tens and Xfinity and trucks because, but, and that's probably why they won't give it to us because that's what we want the most. But uh, <laughs> come on, come on, give it to us. Uh, they've I'm tried it out before. I know, and it worked. They've gotten raked over the coals when they've tried it. That's the problem. <laughs> and we liked it. That's why. So, uh, wow, you're really tall now. <laughs> Brother, I, I swear to God, I'm going to, this chair is going to get fixed by the time it's done but we haven't lost anybody so obviously this is all hey, just making... still watch it's entertaining it was, people are just flooding in see what see rod inter adjusting his uh his chair or they do what i do and they just put it on and go do all kinds of other stuff while we talk yeah, to that's them so how i watch YouTube yeah i don't videos. i don't necessarily watch anything whatever just put it on but anyway uh, you're all here right. that's all that matters hey listen that's that's what is all that matters i'm keeping you guys company so um all right so here's the thing uh, did it in the Xfinity series. Gonna do it here. I'm gonna I'm gonna end on my favorite type of bets, and that's my number bets. I'm gonna toss both of them out, right? So I'm gonna go our winning car number or winning truck number, rather. You guys need to change the verbiage there, books. Winning truck number under 30 and a half. This is at minus 110, and then also take the odd at minus 140. You only pay the juice if you lose. Look, three of the four cars in the championship four are all odd numbers, right? So you got Corey Heim in the 11, Ben Rhodes in the 99, Grant Enfinger in the 23. That's that's three-fourths of the coverage that you're going to get. I know Carson Hosevar is at 42, which, you know, is outside of both of these, right? He's not odd, and he's not under 30 and a half. But two of the drivers of the four, the 11 and the 23, are both under 30 and a half, but... Look, you also get some fantastic coverage under 30 and a half as well. Um, not only, like I said, do you get uh, Grant Enfinger, but you also get Christian Eckes in there. Um, you get Corey Heim in there, like I said. You even get guys like uh, Chase Purdy that can accidentally win a race, uh, possibly. But 
there's some pretty decent guys underneath that 30 and a half that I still think have a cover. But again, it gives you half of the coverage of the championship four. So I, I like that half better because I think the winner is going to come from underneath 30 and a half. And I do think odd gives you that coverage as well with two uh, with three of the four. So I know, like I said, it's juiced up at minus 140, but you know, you only pay the juice if you lose. And I'm not sure that Carson Hosevar can win this race. Like I, I know that we've talked him up and I know that he's been, you know, next to flawless over the last few weeks, but I don't know. Like, I think maybe now that he knows that his cup series is about to begin, like, yeah, he'd like to go out with a win, but He's got bigger fish to fry now. So, um, you know, a truck series championship would be nice, but he's got three guys that are way, way more hungry, I think, and a little more uh, experienced than him to win this. So give me winning car number under 30 and a half at minus 110 and odd at minus 140. Rod, what number does Corey Heim drive? Uh, An odd 11 number under 30 and a half. So satisfies both of these. I love both of these bets then. Uh, beautiful stuff. Um, all right. Well, speaking of Corey Heim and winners, Cody, let's lay out our winners for this Craftsman 150. Yeah. So again, just to go through the guys, uh, all of them again, right? Corey Heim, he is actually the guy that I am going to be on to start. It's plus 250 over on Superbook. Um, again, he's he's you know kind of co-favorites with Carson Hosovar. Depending on the book, Hosovar is a little shorter in some places. I love Corey Heim. I've been on him all season. Corey Heim, I mean, this is the Ty Gibbs of this season, right? He he comes in last season, runs part-time, wins races, one rookie of the year, only running 16 truck races, just showed up, was fucking good all season when he was in the place. Then he comes in this season. Rod, we are near the end of the season. I don't remember how many truck races there is, 30, 28, something like that. Corey Heim has one non-super speedway finish worse than eighth place on this entire season i cannot give you a better example in nascar of consistency he is here each and every week saint smith doesn't do kyle larson doesn't do that john hunter nemechek doesn't do Corey heim has been on his game the entire freaking season missed a race because he was sick in the regular season still won the regular season title he has been on it this season. Um, and, and I mean, you go back to tracks like Bristol. So Bristol's where he locked himself in. Right? He only led six laps that day, but ran, was it Eckes, I believe, down at the very end of that race. It got it done when he needed to get it done. By the way, this team has been working on this car, on this setup, or this truck rather, this truck, this setup, working in the simulator since September 15th the day after he locked himself in by winning three races ago at Bristol. That is a long time. That is a lot of work to put into this truck. This truck is going to be a hot rod. Corey Heim may lap the entire field because I think he is going to dominate this. Just to go through the rest of the top four, give my views on them. Carson Hosovar, he's obviously been on fire here lately, um, and, and we've bet on him a lot and made a lot of money on him as well. You had to pick one, right? It's Corey Heim, it's Carson Hosovar. I love Hosovar. I'm glad to see him going to the Cup Series. I'm glad to see him moving on. I can see him winning this championship. I definitely can. I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be very happy for him if he does. I just feel like it's Corey Himes' day. You've got Grand Endfinger. Um, he 
he can get it done too, right? He just had the baby, so there's that. Imagine the storyline, right? Has a baby a few days ago, comes in, wins the championship. It all sets up just perfectly for that type of thing. Um, GMS, this is it. That's They've been in the truck series for a long time. They've won some championships. This, this is their last chance to hang their hat, walk out on top. Would be a great storyline for them, but I just don't see it. When it comes to Ben Rhodes, he is my next pick. He's 10 to 1. Again, you're getting one of these championship guys at 10 to 1. We've seen how these things go. Guys like the guy who now drives the number 10 in the Xfinity series have won these championship races at the very end when they've never won a race before. Anybody can win these. When you've got a long shot like this, long shot, quote unquote, a 10 to 1 for Ben Rhodes, you got to do it. Roddy won the championship two years ago. Greatest champions press conference ever. Just absolutely smashed, hammered. Some great clips. It was it was hilarious. He was so drunk. Last season, if his teammate Ty Majeski doesn't spin out with a few laps to go, Ben Rhodes likely holds off Zane Smith and is the back-to-back champion coming for a three-peat this season. Now, that didn't happen, obviously, because Zane got around Ben Rhodes after the caution cost by his teammate, which was rather unfortunate. But a 10-to-1, and Ben Rhodes has been through it, right? We've talked at points. I specifically talked at one point about how horrible he was doing, and he came out of one that weekend just to prove me wrong. He's on his third crew chief of this season, Rod. They've cha- they took his crew chief away that he won the championship with, moved him over to Haley Deegan, tried somebody else, didn't work, tried somebody else, didn't work. Now Rich Luscious is back. They pulled him over for the playoff run, back with Ben Rhodes, and th- one of the most unlikely guys, right? He barely squeaked into the playoffs. He had a rough season just barely keeps getting into the next round, getting into the next round. You've got Ty Majeski, you got Zane Smith. They don't make it if Ben Rhodes gets into this race. You cannot count out Ben Rhodes. So give me Ben Rhodes at 10 to 1. And then just because I love this play as a long shot, give me some Jesse Love at 40 to 1. Jesse Love, he's one of these guys we're going to be talking about a lot next season. He's going to that two car for RCR, making the leap from Arcus past the trucks, straight into Xfinity. We've seen what Austin Hill's been able to do in that car. Jesse Love is extremely talented driver. Very young, so we'll have to see how it goes. You talked about it, right? He's made two starts. Ninth place at Gateway. His very first start at a comparable track to this. 13th at Kansas in the other one. He's in one of those Tricon trucks that I just got done talking about how it's the best truck out there with Corey Heim. It's been a fast truck, and we've seen Tony Bredinger's had some good runs in that truck. We've seen a, uh, William Swalich has been in that truck. Everybody who's gotten in that truck has done pretty well this season for the most part. It's been a solid truck. So I think the Jesse Love at 40 to 1 is, is worth it for a long shot toss out there. Again, I think most likely scenario here is Heimer Hosvar wins this race. Um, but there's that potential that it is Rhodes as well. Potential it's the guy you're going to talk about as well. Um, but I think you got to have some long shots. Uh, again, we, we kind of talked about that. Xfinity is the one where I think you don't really have to have the long shot as much, but good to have those insurance picks just in case so give me jesse love 40 to 1 ben Rhodes 10 to 1 Corey heim at plus 250 it is heim time you have made uh dos flacos very happy with the jesse love love <laughs> i mean we're on him we're, we definitely think that there's uh you know a, a path for him nothing it's, like betting uh, on a 17 year old a million dollar truck yeah right it, seriously but he's gonna be good man he's we're gonna be talking about a lot about jesse love next year I concur. Um, all right. Uh, we are going to go for mine, and I know that uh, Cody is all in on, on Corey Heim, but I think that this is Grant Enfinger's time 
to shine. I think it's seven to one. I love the odds on this one. This definitely offers the most value to me in this championship for Forgive me. I'm just going to sit. I don't care. You're going to see so much headroom on this one. I don't even care at this point. Um, again, 7-1, to one, this offers so much more value to me than any of the other guys because I, I get that you think it's going to be Heim, and, and, I, and I'm with you on that. I, I do think it's going to be Heim uh, it, it, battling it out, but I think Endfinger in the end is going to have more to to do with this, this finish, and I think he's going to end up winning. Grant Endfinger this season has been... Just good overall. Three wins, right, in those 22 starts, 12 top 10s, five, nine top fives, average finish of 9.1. But he won in Milwaukee, right? Led 95 laps just four races, five races ago in Milwaukee. Started on the pole, finished first in that one, third at Bristol, fourth at Homestead. Uh, he won at Gateway, which, you know, it's 1.2, but it's it's still pretty close. So, and win at Kansas as well, a mile and a half there. So Grant Enfinger has just shown up and, and done what he needs to do. I mean, he's another one of those guys like Christian Eckes, right, where you forget that Grant Enfinger is good because all of a sudden he just starts to do well, and you're like, oh, wait a second. that That's Grant Enfinger. He's about to win this race. And I think that's what's going to happen to you. He, he, may, he may be in fifth. He may be in fourth through the, the whole race. But I think if he's there at the end, I think that 23 truck has enough in it. I think Grant Enfinger himself has enough in him to be able to go out and and win this race. What he's done on this track so far, in six starts, two top fives, three top tens, uh, but he did start in the pole, on the pole in 2020 uh, before finishing 13th, but he's got a fourth place, a fifth place, and a sixth place. He's been close. He's been ever so close, but I think he's better this season than he's been in the past. So, again, I like what the 23 is showing us week in and week out. I think that's enough to win a championship. I really do. Uh, and, and, you know, we haven't – I feel like we haven't bet on him a lot. We have, but we haven't. Um, so I just feel like this is an opportunity for him to go out when, like you said, the baby bump is huge. This is this is the baby bump. It's real. Last season with no, GMS. No pun intended. Yeah, seriously. Well, yeah, the baby <laughs> bump is gone because now there is a baby. But the baby boost, let's put it that way, uh, is in his favor, right? And it was a month early – which means the baby even knew. The baby was like, hey, I got to help dad win a championship, so I got to come early. Yeah, be out to see dad win the championship. It's uh, it, What a great story it would be. Obviously, they just have the baby. Maybe the baby even ends up at the track. Who knows? Uh, but dude is a, a blue-collar guy. He's been grinding out in the truck series for years. Kind of lost his ride unceremoniously over at Thor Sport. Now he's at GMS. He's been having success, but they're shutting down the doors. I don't think we've heard what he's doing next season. Like, He's going to get a ride somewhere, probably right, but to come out, win this, and end the run for Maury Gallagher and that GMS crew uh, and their time with Chevy as they switch to Toyota over in the Cup Series, the whole thing, the storyline would be great. I would love to see it, um, and I don't think it's it's a bad bet to have either. Again, you can, really, you can bet any of these championship guys in any of these races. I There's, there's not really anyone that, that I would say, I, I just don't see a way for that guy to win the championship. There's guys you see you know, have a better shot at it, I think, for sure. And and I really do feel like this is going to be a Corey Heim race, and it's kind of chalky to take Heim and to take John Ernie Don't worry, I didn't take Kyle Larson in the Cup Series. I'm not picking all the favorites, but – and really, Josevar's the favorite for this one, so I'm going to go. I'm going to lean on all. I only have one favorite, but – and I picked all Toyotas. That's just a summary of how this Ooh. season has gone, Rod. Look at that. Oh, Ooh. we're going for the Toyota sweep. Look at Speaking you. Speaking of which, we got some parlays to build on tomorrow's DFS show because – 
I uh oh yeah, we're putting some championship parlays together. It's gonna be fun. It will be fun. So uh, all right, well then let's do this. Get out your pen and paper. We will go over our bets for this Craftsman 150, the truck championship race. Cody started you off with Taylor Gray as a top five truck at four to one. I said Stuart Friesen would be a top five truck at four to one as well. Cody gave you Zane Smith over Ty Majeski at plus 125 on Superbook. I said Christian Eckes would be a top three truck at two to one on DK. Cody gave you Zane Smith as a top three truck to add on to that at plus 130. I said Jesse Love would finish better than Nick Sanchez at plus 100 over on DK. Cody gave you the best finishing Ford over the best finishing Chevy at plus 290. I said the best finishing Ford would also finish better than the top Toyota at plus 125. Cody gave you Dean Thompson uh, as a top five truck at 14 to one. I said that the winning car would not only be under 30 and a half at minus 110, but it would be an odd truck at minus 140. Cody's given up the 11s because that is who he picked. Corey Heim at two and a half to one. Ben Rhodes as an insurance policy at 10 to 1, and Jesse Love at 40 to 1 as the super uh, winning lotto ticket number. I said Grant Anfinger at 7 to 1 offered the best value of the championship for uh, over there on Caesars. So that will do it for our Craftsman 150 betting picks. And all we got to do now is uh, hang tight tomorrow as they take the track and we find out who will be the Truck Series champion uh, in the process. Oh, I'm so excited. Friday night, under the lights, in the desert, going to crown a champion. Congratulations to Corey Heim, the 2023 <laughs> Truck Series champion. The first season craftsman is back. Go get her done, buddy. I love it. Uh, all right. Well, hey, thanks to everybody in the chat that hung with us and uh, and stuck with us to watch this as we went live again with, these, uh, with the picks. Uh, we're going to do this again next season. I think this is going to be a standard practice for us. And have some live off-season shows. You never know. So oh, you better, yeah. uh, you better have it. Uh, just have. We want to have some open forum. See, we got. Oh, I got so many ideas for the off-season. Rod said we're not going to be five days a week, but he hasn't seen my list of ideas yet. So we'll see how that goes. Hey, I don't care. As long <laughs> as the bosses approve it and keep uh, keep approving our invoices, we'll be good to go. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll keep making it if they keep paying for them. So. Uh, all right, well, Cody, as we send everybody off uh, today to go fill out the cards, why don't we just let them know where to find ev us on social media? Yep, follow me on X at Husker underscore Z. You can find all my work over there. Check out the F1 Gambling Podcast episode of that dropped out today as well. We do a pretty good job over there, I would say. So, uh, yeah, and come back tomorrow. DFS might talk some prize picks. Parlays for the championship weekend. Let's go. So much to get to still. You think the last episode of the regular season is going to be boring? You haven't listened You're to the wrong. first whatever <laughs> month's worth of them. So. It'll be uh, episode 299, too. 299. Oh, man, we're, getting, oh. we're getting old, Rob. We are getting, well, yeah, we definitely <laughs> are getting old. I know I'm getting old. Why? Because this is making my back hurt. <laughs> I'm getting out of here. We're going to see you guys tomorrow for our DFS episode and prize picks and parlays. So until then, everybody, <laughs> let's go racing and let it ride. <laughs>